I want me some glory hope. Football Glory Hole Recap Podcast. I am your host, Bo Sivis, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. And whether you listen to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Speaker, or on iHeartRadio, we thank each and half Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. Alright, boys and girls, here we go with a championship week. Good, bad, and hard. You fucking getting. And now it's time for the good. Oh, that's good. That's good! Well, that's just fucking great! That's just fucking great! The bad! Is this bad? Is this bad? Well, that's fucking not good. And the are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, are you fucking with me? And as always, we start off with the good. Well, this segment shouldn't take too long. Uh, this week. <laughs> uh, only being two games, and when you don't get most of it right, the sessions can't last too long. But my buddy did hit the sounder on Kansas City, and he is 2-0 on his sounders in the playoffs. We gave it KC plus four to the clients. We didn't get the best number, but, you know, at the end of the day, when the other team refuses to score the ball, it doesn't really matter what number you get. So, uh, I mean, Casey, except for about the second quarter, pretty much got outplayed in that game. They only averaged 4.4 yards per play. And they only got four first downs the entire second half. Their second half possessions went as followed. Punt, 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 mm-hmm. end of game. And yet, there was never a moment. Where I thought, oh man, Casey's in trouble now. We'll get to Baltimore in the bad section. But Longhorn, thoughts on what you saw from the Chiefs? And is this a Super Bowl caliber team uh, going forward to <laughs> next week? I mean, is, is Mahomes still playing quarterback? Because if yeah, he, is, he is, then yes, they are. You know, they're just <clears throat> they're just one of those teams that you just, I mean, it's, it kind of doesn't matter how they play. You know, I'm sure at some point it's gonna it's gonna bite them in the ass, but you know they're well, always. There's gonna, only one game left. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying going forward, you know, like at, at some point in the playoffs, it's gonna bite them in the ass. You know, when they're playing, you know, lackadaisical like is they did Tom this year. Brady coming out of retirement? Because if he is, then yes, they might be in trouble. That's true. I mean, I'll, I'm never gonna do it again. Like I will just keep betting on Mahomes in the playoffs, especially if he's a fucking dog. Uh, until I'm blue in the face, until they just beat me up, you know, with the other time winning. But I don't see that happening. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're a Super Bowl team again, again. They're there again, <laughs> again. Um, yeah. I mean, their their defense is just suffocating, man, and it's. <clears throat> It's legitimate. It's been that way all year long. And I think- and how is Spagnolia like, why is Spagnolia never, like, get him out of there. He's too fucking good. Like, that guy needs to be go, go be a head coach somewhere because as long as he's staying there, and I've heard no rumors of anybody bringing him in or of him leaving. So, 
We're just going to have the best quarterback in the league and maybe the best defensive mind in the league together. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, defense has never been their strong point, obviously, in Kansas City during this run that they've been on since Mahomes showed up. But it is now. And I think we said about midpoint in the year, if this offense can ever just get to be, I don't know, average, they're going to be a fucking problem. Well, guess what, boys and girls? Their offense is now eh, about average, so they're a fucking problem. So, ah, Jesus Christ. They, they scored 17 points and never even sweated a victory. 17 points and didn't yeah, we, even have to sweat it. Let's shut it down, boys. These these uh these guys in Baltimore clearly did not come to play, so we're, we're yeah. good. Yeah, we'll get to those assholes here in a little bit. Uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, on the San Fran game, I did say that I wanted to wait and then hopefully Detroit would somehow get a lead, and then maybe I could get San Fran a discounted number. Oh, well, man. buddy, did I get my opportunity at that. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get more into that a little bit later, but that one did work out for me live betting, uh, and then I think Longhorn and I both gave out the San Fran and KC teaser uh, on Monday. I think we both talked about that one last Monday, so that obviously came through, but that's all I got on the good side uh, for me. I don't know what else you got over there. Well, just a little tease to the <clears throat> to next year. So, like, you know, we talk about it all the time on the recap podcast about, oh, you should have nailed this game live. This is a perfect scenario. So, like, next year, you know, like, if, if this exact, exact game happens and plays out next year, we'll be able to, you know, be in contact with not only clients, but just, just people who follow us on, on whatever social um, you know that, that we land on and we'll, we'll get all the information out to everybody when we do there'll be instant you know communication to say hey the better team is getting their they just got their nuts kicked in in the first quarter first you know halfway through the second quarter whatever it was right now is when you pound san francisco and you get them at a great number and you know i did because this is what i live for i'm it sounds like you did too and i can't wait till next year when we can have that kind of instant communication with our with our um clients and fans and, and get that out to y'all so i but said if you i listen, was gonna do it on the podcast i said this is yeah, the way well, i'm gonna play this game and i just didn't nope. know if i'd get the opportunity to maximize I didn't think it, you, but I didn't think you would, but it certainly did. So hopefully you took the advice of both Steve's or just the way we've been trying to teach y'all for the uh, for the, all the years we've been doing this. Like it, and and the perfect scenario is the better team at home that falls behind by double digits. You know that that's that's your sweet spot. Better team at home that falls behind. Just wait for the perfect spot to to pound them, and it it'll almost always pay off. Yeah, more times than not, it definitely will. All right, uh, moving on to the bad. Let's see. Numbers Geek, pick of the week, Kansas City plus 10.5 and, and over 38 teaser. Well, got the Kansas City part, but uh, Baltimore simply refused to score the fucking football. Lamar was terrible in the playoffs yet again. And even with him being so fucking horrible, Baltimore still had their chances. Flowers, fumbles, on the literal goal line, oh, Lamar God. throws a terrible interception into the end zone in a triple coverage <laughs> on, like, Panic. first down. Panic. Yeah, for what? It was, like, first down on the 20. You're fine. It was, it was 10 minutes left in the game. He was on tilt. Uh, just fucking brain-dead quarterback play. Their defense was fine after they settled in. The second quarter, obviously, was the worst part. But, you know, they just refused to run. They refused to run the ball against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. 
And Lamar is not the dude to stand back there and throw and throw and throw. They will never probably get Kansas City in Baltimore ever again. Lamar looks ever as bad as he's ever looked throwing the ball. He's stupid. He's inconsistent. And somehow, he's going to be the fucking two-time MVP. Is he going to be the only two-time MVP ever to not be in the Hall of Fame? I think he is. I think he probably fucking is. And can we just all admit now that he's just a bum and it's time to fucking move on? Or do we still have to pretend that he's an actual a level of a Super Bowl winning quarterback in this league. Do we still have to pretend that that's yeah. the case? See, I'm glad. See, we this is the this is a fun ride on the on the Bo Cephas uh, emotional roller coaster. You're going so good, and then you th- then you it just turned him into a bum. So that's that's when you that's when you derailed. But yeah, up until that, how was, did I derail? Per- how did I derail? He's he's, he's a fucking bum because they don't give two MVPs to bums. Literally, that's never happened. I think so, they just did it. They're about well, to do it. Well, I do agree that um, he's not is, I, and I don't even think he should have been MVP this year. Um, Fuck no! And, and it pisses me off because, as you know, and all the all the listeners know, I've you know talked about the the tickets that I had on Purdy, and I even put a flyer on Josh Allen at one point. Um, so you know, like it just it's gonna burn me, but that's fine. Um, uh, but you know. It, and, and Lamar was not good, but we know we know what Lamar's limitations are. To me, like the biggest, you know, the biggest um, just failure in this game was the coaching staff. Oh, one hundred percent. It's their that, it's their fucking fault for putting that on his plate when they know he can't fucking play. Yeah, and I, and I know a lot of people are talking about you know uh, Campbell and all his stuff, um, but at least he went out throwing. Oh, we'll punches get to that. How how he did it all year. To do it the way Baltimore did it, you went out completely just changing everything about what you are. So uh, to me, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night with um, with the way Baltimore went out. And I, you know, we'll see what they do with you know. Well, there's nothing they can do. It's not the, they're not no, going to fire anybody. This, is, this so is who they are. They got to live with those decisions that they made, and it, that's just egregious. You know, like uh, it, to go out there and not run the ball at all when you are the best running football team and you're playing a team that can't stop the run. You got to just wonder how that even happens. How does that even happen? I mean, you average 38 rushing attempts per fucking game for 19 goddamn games. And you got there in game 20 and your running backs have eight carries combined. Eight fucking carries. Come and, they were, and they were never behind far enough where they no. couldn't just, just at any point, like go into halftime and say, hey, that, that game plan we got, that was bullshit. That's stupid. We're changing it. We're going back to what we do. We're coming out running the fucking ball, and that's what we're going to do. They could have changed it at any point, and they didn't. Yeah, Kansas City got four first downs the whole second half. They could have ran the ball at any time. I mean, they were ne- they were down by 10 points after halftime. That's not good, but guess what? Kansas City's not They didn't score another fucking point, and they never even sniffed. In fact, those four first downs, I'm pretty sure three of them were by penalty. I don't know that they actually gained 10 yards on offense in a successive series of downs in the second half. Period. Except for the last play to end it. That was it. Yeah, it was it was egregious for sure. Oh my fucking god. And all I needed to do was fucking score. All we needed to do was just just show up and participate. Just participate. Uh, I mean, it it would have nobody cares about this, but like if if they would have just got that one touchdown back door, you know, cuz I obviously I played some middles with with Baltimore coming back on some other teasers the other way. Like I mean, if they had just Made it a close game. I would have just smashed that entire that entire game, but you know they just uh, they had different 
plans in Baltimore. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna show you. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna prove to you Lamar is the MVP and he's just as good as Mahomes. We're gonna let him go out there and sling that rock around while he completes fifty six percent of his fucking passes. What a fucking bum. Oh, and put a bow, to put a bow on that. The first year he won the MVP, he deserved that MVP. He was like number one in CPA plus e, or CPOE plus EPA passing. Yeah. He fucking ran for over a thousand yards. He was the MVP that season. This season, I don't think there's actually ever been an MVP that didn't finish in the top three of that stat that I just referenced. He finished like eighth or ninth. He is not the fucking MVP. I mean, it's is there egregious. any chance? Is there any chance that they'll still give it to Purdy? I know the votes are already already in, but you know, maybe maybe a lot of people thought the same way and they just didn't say it out loud and they casted their votes. They're vote scared for to say it out loud. They're not going to vote they for the black it. guy. Maybe they casted that for Purdy like the way it should have been. I don't know. Or C Mac. Or even well, but we know that's that's just not going to happen. But if it's a true MVP, that is the MVP of the league. It's him. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean, I think wasn't Peterson the last running back to to win it? I mean, it's I think just, so. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to happen. They've are, they've just they've made it known that it's, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. Uh, all right, moving on. Big dick pick on San Fran minus seven. Uh, oh, for two on those now in the playoffs. Also, my teaser down and total up to the under. Both losers started off as a micro pain, and then it got fully aroused. But oh, yeah. had some premature. Premature ejaculation all issues. All the way. <laughs> and didn't quite make it to the finish line. All right. All right. Let's see what you're doing. Uh, look, man, I have no explanation. I don't explanation. like you playing with my big dick like that. <laughs> I just get, it's kind of my kind of my thing. And you're taking some. You're just you're, you're playing with a little too much. But that's all right. We'll go with it. I like it. Uh, I have no explanation of what the fuck San Fran was doing in the first half. All I know is I don't trust this fucking coaching staff at all. I don't trust this defense. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust this fucking quarterback. I think they seriously won the game. I mean, really, because and people could say what they want to. And we'll get into the Dan Campbell thing, I guess. Now it's fine. I think he just got too committed to the bit of walking crotch first into every room. No fear, no kickers. Well, are you talking? I, mean, I thought we were talking about San Fran first. Which one do you want to go to? Wait, wait, start, wait. You started on San Fran, and you did, and you just moved on to, to Detroit. Well, I'm saying I think the only reason why they won that game is because of those <clears throat> decisions. But, I mean, dude, they they played like straight fucking ass for their entire half on both sides of the fucking ball. They looked like they had no identity on offense either. They were kind of half in the bag trying to run, half in the bag trying to pass. We talked about it on the podcast. My biggest fear was Shanny would come out and run fucking C-Mac into a wall, which he pretty much did in the first half. I'm like, why are you, why are you not throwing the fucking football? And then on defense... They were letting Detroit do exactly what we said Detroit would do on the podcast because it's the only thing that they can do on offense is fucking run the ball and throw the fucking Y-stick route or the fucking seam. That's it, and that's all. And they did it over and over and over and over again. Sam Laporte had one fucking leg, and the dude had like 90 yards receiving. It was fucking ridiculous how bad the game plan was on both sides of the ball for that team too in the first half. I don't know what the fuck to do with this coaching staff. I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, it seems to be a pattern for uh, Shanahan and his staff to they and and this is a new thing for him to come back and win. Which to me, that's all Purdy. Without Purdy, he doesn't come back and win either one of these games. Uh, and it's it's more like the, like if it had been Garoppolo last week. Oh, that was against, over. 
yeah, that have been done. This one would have been done if it was good. Like, I mean, he he's lucky, and that sounds so weird because you know for Purdy, but like because you know Purdy has his limitations too. But without Purdy and his, you know, just like fuck this, we're gonna we're gonna get this done. He, Shanahan be going out a loser again. So you're right. I don't trust him um, in these spots. He's proven that he he's great in the regular season, and he shrinks with these game plans, which um, it's a theme. For these coaches, you know, you you think that they'd be above that and they wouldn't succumb to the pressure, but it's clearly it gets to them just as much as it gets to the players on the field. And yeah, I don't trust him um, at all. But, and he looked know. lost in the first half; like he wouldn't even he had that look like Saban had in the playoff game. Like he didn't even look mad; he was just like looking at the field, like I don't know what we're doing here. I I don't understand why this is not working. Get on to the Campbell stuff because I know we'll have a slight disagreement not not a hard disagreement, but just probably difference perspective i'm sure uh all right and and purdy was damn lucky too he played like fucking ass if that ball didn't bounce off that kid's face mask i mean i don't trust purdy as far as i could throw his little ass so i don't yeah but that was gonna be past interference anyways well yeah if if he didn't catch it they probably don't pick up the flag no that's no true chance they, no chance they picked that up but he wasn't good for the most part uh, but he but was, it was not a good throw but it was not a good no, throw yeah. it, it could have been picked and it was a eh, it was borderline. I mean, the, the defensive play, player has a right to the ball, too. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, other than the – I think it was the grab at maybe the very top. Yeah, it could have been holding. just there. Yeah. It could have been holding, but, yeah, I don't – all right. All right, let's get into it. Well, the Campbell thing, so I've tried to sit back and absorb it all. I don't disagree with uh, two of the calls really. But, well, I definitely disagree with one. The other one, I could be convinced either way. Mm-hmm. And the first one, though, so the first one's at the end of the first half. It's to kick the field goal, go up three scores. Now, if you look at all the metrics and numbers and all that stuff, it will tell you going for it right there is 100% the, you know, plus EV play every fucking time. But a big factor in that in that component is that if you don't get it, the opponent has the ball on their own one or two, whatever the yard line is. That's like automatically, it's almost like a, I think there's like a play in rugby or whatever one of those sports is where you, you can't score or whatever. So like you kind of drop kick the ball. And if you kick it to the pipe, you get a point basically. That's kind of what that is. So even if you don't I'm score. I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. I know. And I don't know what I'm talking about. I've just yeah. seen it done, but whatever. <laughs> If you don't score the ball, but the other team has to get the ball inside their three, you automatically gain one point, like three points of EPA points. So you didn't get a three, you didn't get a seven, but you did gain a point. So you still scored something, it just doesn't go on the scoreboard, which make that's what makes that so heavy analytically driven to go for it at that point. But this was at the end of the yeah, half. San Francisco not, didn't get yeah. another possession, so there is no advantage EPA. So you're literally gaining nothing if you go for it, don't get it. You kick the three, you go up three scores in the halftime. I'm all in on that. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people out there who's like, you don't want to touch them. No, I, I agree. I, I, I think I, it should have been. That was the right call to me. I think so, too. Now, Because San Fran got the ball, gets the ball yes, out of half. So it's your chance to go up three scores, get it done, go into half, feel good about yourself, and let's go. Right. So everything so, right with that, I'm good with that. Okay. The second one. San Fran had got the ball to open the second half. They go down. You stop them. You hold them to a field goal, which cuts it back to a two-possession game. You go down. You drive the ball right back on them again. You get into field goal range. 
you could have kicked the field goal and went right back up to three possessions. So in other words, momentum, squashed, done. We're right back where we started. Try again, boys. And they decide to go for it. They don't get it. And then San Fran goes down and scores a touchdown. And then everybody's buttholes get tight. And then, you know, Gibbs fucking fall or whatever his name is, fumbles the ball on the very next play. Like that, that one I disagreed with. You can talk me in either way, but to me in the game flow part of that situation, all you needed was a three there to just keep the score where it was, and they're still chasing about three scores, and you've just burned, I don't know, about almost half the third quarter up at that point. So, Okay, before we move on to the third one, the only thing I'll say about that, and these are these are gray areas, so like it's not – It is I a mean, gray I, area. I completely agree that, that, that that's – probably something that should have been you know which it was considered obviously i mean he's making these decisions like which way to go let me just give the other side because i don't necessarily have a problem with it and it's because it's number one it's because it's what he's done all year and number two the play worked like like i mean the, the play worked they would have kept the ball they would have kept driving so yes i agree you go back up three scores i can i can accept that argument if you'd have gone that way uh, but I can also accept the way he did it because, you know, it's it, it's just kind of what they did. That was a situation. That was a spot that they're always going to do that. Yeah, but it's not, though, because I heard somebody break it down. So, basically, all year, if they've been in plus territory and it's 4-2 or less, yes, he's went for it, like, almost 100% of the time. But if it's three or longer, he has not, and that was fourth and three. So, he's starting. he was starting to stretch that a little bit. Okay. Okay, and, and and that's that middle one is the one that I can I can allow the most to say that was that was the wrong call. Even though the play worked, I can I can still say that was the wrong time to do it. So now now let's go to the third. Now the third was the one I had a problem with the most. That's that's the one okay. I'm like you got to tie the game. Right, yeah, well, go ahead and, and I'll do the counter. No, you just have to tie the football game. You your whole world is falling apart. Your whole world is falling apart, mm-hmm. and yet somehow you bounce back. You put a drive together, you get well, back in their territory. You're assuming that it's gonna that it's for sure a tie. Like you, you got it's a long field goal too. Let's let's not yeah yeah discount but that. I, you got to at least give that an attempt because at that point, <clears throat> you're it's two things. Number one, you tie the game. Number two, you're playing a shot clock top situation. There's like seven mm-hmm. minutes left in the game at that point. Mm-hmm. So if you go for it, which they did, let's say they get it because they're on like you said it was like a forty seven. So they're on what like the tw- the thirty. I think at that point. So let's say you get it. Let's say you get the three yards or whatever it is, and now it's first down. Let's say you burn another two minutes off the clock, three minutes off the clock, two minutes, and you get stopped again. And at this point, like, fuck. And and now now let's say it's fourth and nine. You got sacked or something like the 10-yard line. You got to fucking kick it. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's a tie game, but instead of a tie game with seven minutes left, which you are most – it's nothing's a sure thing, but it's most assuredly to get the ball back of any situation. You got three timeouts. There's seven minutes left in the game. San Francisco is not going to be able to hold no, it for seven okay. minutes. You know, your your mask. You, they had seven minutes when they made that call. So like, yes, you just that's said, what I'm saying. So if they burn two or three more minutes and then get stopped have to kick the field goal, well now it's down to four minutes. Right, but but listen, listen where I'm going. Now you tie the game at four minutes, or even let's say you score that everything works out. You score the touchdown, but there's four minutes left. Now you're not getting that ball back, and you got to make a stop. Yeah, but you got the lead. If you get the lead, but that you can't that's assume a, that either. Well, that you're going for it so you can get the lead. Okay, but if you get stopped to a point where you can't, you have to kick the field goal eventually. Right. Then, then you, then you burn, then you burn another two or three or four minutes off. 
that's not a good thing. I mean, it well, that's a bad. That's a bad. That's the worst thing. The worst thing possible was to get down to like four minutes, and now you got to tie the game. No, because well, no, because yes, you, then you're never seeing that football again. But you're also you also had a chance to take the lead. You're you're not factoring the chance that yes, they had a yes, the that okay, would, they would have to keep the field goal. Okay, you factor that in, which it's way less than fifty percent that that's going to happen, and way more than fifty percent that he makes that field goal. So you're you're already going in on a losing proposition, and if it works out, the math works out the way it probably will, and you don't score the touchdown, and you have to eventually tie it or whatever. Now you've given yourself so much less of a chance to ever get that ball again. And San Francisco's going to take it. They're going to go down the field. They're going to milk everything. They're going to kick a field goal. Game I mean, over. That's that's a lot of assumptions too. But here here's what I'll say is like, and there's a gray area here too. And I'm willing. No, to No, this is your, not a fucking gray area. He was that's the wrong gray area. fucking decision. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it is not. That was the wrong decision. Look, that team was completely falling apart at that point. That team needed something. It yeah, needed something. Yeah, it needed something. to tie the game. No, that's not going to do shit. They're going to they're going to go and drain the whole fucking clock you and can't kick the drain field goal and win seven anyway. minutes off a of clock. It wasn't seven. It would have. It was it seven gonna, minutes when he went for it on fourth and three. It was seven minutes. Seven. They can't seven drain seven, seven minutes. You can't drain seven minutes. What? Who the fuck drained seven minutes? In seventy-five yards, seven minutes. You can't do that. that yes, that'd you be can. very difficult. Well, I mean, it's probably what would have happened. I mean, so like that's it, assuming a lot. That is, look, that's look, not something here, that happens every day. Well, there's, we're talking a lot of things that, that we're assuming a lot of things in all these scenarios, which is to me why it's like. Uh, bottom line, yes, I agree with you. There, he could have done things different. Overall, I'm not. This doesn't like shock the world to me. I'm not outraged by. I'm way more outraged outraged by Harbaugh and what he did. But but that team was reeling. They needed a shot of life. They needed something really good to happen. And to me, a field goal. Wasn't gonna do it. <clears throat> I'll accept your argument and, and that, but like to me, they needed to they needed to punch that in. They need to keep the ball, get it down to two or three minutes left, punch it in for the seven, and then you take your chances with the lead. And maybe San Fran goes down and gets the, the touchdown anyways. They probably do because of the way they were going. But they just they needed something. They needed a shot of life. They they were just everything was going wrong. They probably would have missed the fucking field goal. The way the way it was going for them, they probably would have shanked that field goal. Well. They might have. They are the Lions, and they're it was just, a great game. They're it was a poverty a fucking franchise. Great game, They've always been a poverty franchise, but I think the way Dan Campbell's done things is the only way that you turn around a poverty franchise is you have to play the highest variance possible. Yeah, you have to. Like he's done it. The only way that you're ever going to turn a place like that around because if you just go status quo, you're going to get what you've always got, and that's just you know a loser. And they still got. Some stuff to clean up. You know, they weren't, at the end of the day, they weren't supposed to win. They weren't a better team than San Francisco. They've got more no. building to do. So it's not an egregious loss from that standpoint. Just the way, of course, the way things play out, it gets, oh, everything gets over amplified. But if I told you going in that Detroit lost the game by three points, you'd be like, mm. God damn, they played a great game. That's awesome. I'd have been like, I'd be like, <laughs> Why did they get that cheap? To, like, oh, why didn't he just kick that fucking field goal? That that's what pissed me off. Like, like, do you, what do you think about that last call? I know it doesn't matter for the game because it was a ten point game, but like, I think that was the most egregious. So that was, and I don't know if that's him or if it's offensive coordinator, but event it it has to come back on him. He's the head coach. You have to tell your offensive coordinator you cannot run the football right here. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. And I, I know you're playing with third. You're talking about the third down call where they that got was stuck. the worst call of. You could argue the fourth <clears throat> down through yeah. blue in the fucking face. That call 
There is no argument. That's the worst call of the whole fucking game. Yeah, that's a bad one. I, I'll agree with that. They, they can't run there. Um, but I'm just I'm just speaking just on the fourth like on the fourth down play. Like if you don't because it's a ten point game at that point. If you don't get that touchdown because they decided to go for it, the game's over there. To whereas if you kick the field goal, you get the you you you, you still need the extra the onside kick either way. I, I just didn't. I don't no, actually I, actually if you don't run it on third down. You don't need to onside kick it. If they throw an incomplete pass on third down and then did. do what you said and kick but the field goal. But they did. Yeah, at that point, I, yeah, so, it doesn't so, matter. At that point, the game's over anyway. Not if you get the onside kick. Oh, is that going to happen 4% of the fucking time? Great. Okay, what happens if you don't get the touchdown on – what's your winning percentage if you don't get the touchdown on fourth down? The same as it was with that onside kick. It's the same? You're down two scores and you don't have the ball, and it's the same as – being down one score and a chance at an onside kick. No. It's 0% to 4%, which 4% it's is not nothing. Zero, it's not zero and it's not four, but yeah, you're right. And it, it's more, of course, because you How's have the ball. How's it not zero? There, there's like a minute left and you're down 10 and the, other, and the other team has the ball. It's zero. Yeah, yeah. It's never it's zero. zero until zero, but yeah. Well, it's, it's point zero one or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but at least if you kick the field goal, yeah, you got whatever the – Whatever the recovery odds are now it's with 4%. the with the chance, yeah, then you got a four percent chance to get it, and then you got like a you know one percent chance of you know the getting the touchdown. But like to me, the game's over if you don't get that get that um, touchdown, which they did, and they fucked us. So um, yeah. uh, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> thanks a lot for that. But um, uh, that one, that fucked us in more ways than one because I put the uh, game fucking over the teaser total. I just yeah fucked everything. I up. was like I was just I was like there's no way he's they're they're gonna kick it. You have to kick because you've got to keep the game. You have to continue the game. No moving. kickers <laughs> walking in every room. My cops first. We ain't kicking shit. Oh, I'm, I mean, I uh, I look I look forward to the off season and um, and uh, getting into how these teams progress into the end of next year. I, I will look forward to see how they continue to grow and um, yeah, it's good good year, Detroit and. Um, Good, good. Oh yeah, great. I mean, great fucking year. And, and like I said, Campbell's got everything rolling, man. He's doing, you know, everything as right as you're gonna do it. I mean, everybody's gonna fuck up and do stuff that you know everybody didn't agree with, especially if you don't win. That's when you know. And how about that, Jamison Williams has been fucking just fucking nothing all year, just coming up and fucking us right in the ass with two touchdowns in that game. You have two. I saw well, one. Remember, well, the last. On fourth down, he was oh, the one he, that he was the one that caught it. Yes, oh, I didn't, yes. I didn't even fucking. As soon as I saw somebody catch it, I just went, "God damn it!" <laughs> I didn't even look to see who it was. Yes, it was his fucking stone hands ass that hasn't caught anything all year. Oh, I know he about, dropped another one. <laughs> no, he he can't catch. That's why they give him to them on, on those reverses that he scored a touchdown on because he's he's got stone hands. That was the play that fucked the whole game flow up. Was that when he hit that reverse for the touchdown? You're like, what the fuck just happened? Man, he sure can run, though. He is God. fucking fast. God damn. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Look, so I guess that's all I got for that, too. Um, yeah. All right, moving on to the Are You Fucking Kidding Me? Moving, Continuing with the game here. So it's the North Division here. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So I had Baltimore eleven and six. I get one point for division winner, two points for the over. Cincy ten and seven. I get two points for the under. Cleveland ten and seven, two points for the over. 
And one point for the wild card call. Pittsburgh seven and ten. I got nothing there. Longhorn, Cleveland, eleven and six. Two points for the over and three points for the exact record. Mm, Baltimore, ten and seven. He gets a point for them making the wild card, as he said they would. Cincy, nine and eight, two points for the under and three points for the exact record. They went nine and eight. Nine and eight. And then Pittsburgh, eight and nine. Somehow, though, he still called them going to the wild card, so he gets a point for that. So Longhorn cleaned up on that. Twelve points for him, eight points for me. Moving on to the NFC North. I had Detroit. 10-7, 10-7, and seven, one point for the division, two points for the over on that. I had Chicago 7-10, and 10, two points for the under, three points for the exact record there. Mm. Green Bay 7-10, and 10, that's nothing for me. And Minnesota 6-11, two points for the under. Longhorn had Detroit, also 10-7, and seven, one point for the division, two points for the over. Minnesota 8-9, you get nothing on that. Chicago, 6-11, two points for the under there. And Green Bay, 6-11, got nothing on that. So I won that one 10-5. So overall, 18-17 this round, which makes us Ooh. now 36-36 with two oh, divisions to go. Man. We got a real barn burner going. We got us a good one, boys and girls. You say two divisions ago? Well, oh, NFC, well, AFC, I, East, yeah. Okay, I see, what you see. I see what you mean. All right, yeah. cool. Well... So that was, uh, you got anything else for that? Nope. That's it. All right, boys and girls, that was the good, the bad, and the hard. You fucking get it. All right, boys and girls, well, for the look ahead, there's only one thing to look forward to, and that is the Super Bowl. It is the 49ers and the Chiefs. This game opened up at two and a half. San Francisco favorite. It took a lot of Chiefs money. Got down to one. It is now settled in around one and a half. Looking at all the books throughout the town. Well, bookmaker DraftKings are back up to minus two, but it's heavily juiced to the plus two side. Uh, Westgate's at one flats and Circus at one and a half flat. So It'll be interesting to see, man, what happens where this game settles in at. I don't, I'm not, I'm trying to read the tea leaves, but it's kind of hard to tell at this point. I mean, they're two, they're two public teams. So, you know, I think, I think you're probably going to see it bouncing around. I, I would think it go, it would go to pick by, by kickoff, but, um, that's what I thought about the Philly game and Casey last year when Philly was favored and they hung on to that one point. Favorite all the way to the end, you know. I mean, it yeah. got down to that, so we'll see. It might be the same. We're just sticks at one. Yeah. Uh, either way, you obviously have some pretty good uh, teaser opportunities on the dog if you were so inclined. Uh, I actually started digging through some numbers already. I found a pretty good trend that we'll talk about. Which, by the way, the big podcast we won't do one this week. Obviously, we're not breaking down the Pro Bowl or skills competition. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No uh, thanks. But next week, obviously, we won't have a recap pod. We're not going to recap the Pro Bowl or skills competition either. But mm-hmm. we will have our regular big Super Bowl pod. We're gonna I might have throw of- the ball around with my friends out in, in the yard. Do you want to? You want me to recap that or anything? Yeah, I'd kind of like to know how that went. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have our regular pod. We'll record next Wednesday probably, and then that will be out. No later than Thursday, as usual, we will have her wait that long to try to get all the props and stuff on the board. We're going to have some free picks for you. We have prop bets. We have different ways to get at the game. 
a whole bunch of shit to throw at you. Uh, we'll see. We'll just have some fun as we always do with the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. a couple things I was digging through. Uh, there's a couple of interesting trends or situations that these teams fall into that are kind of historic. And to be honest, Kansas City falls into most of the historic uh, parts of it just because this team is so oddly put together from uh, – I was digging around through delta points uh, allowed and delta points scored. They're one of the worst offenses to ever, per expectations, to ever make the Super Bowl, literally ever. Actually, I think they might be the worst to ever make the Super Bowl, per expectations. They're also one of the best defenses, per expectations, to ever make the Super Bowl. So lots of dichotomy on both sides of that. But one thing I did find was uh, – Basically, in the situation they're in, there's been four other teams, and if you tease the total up or down, it's 75% either way. So, kind of had some fun and went with them and both ways. I'm going to try to hit a nice, fat, juicy middle on that. I love hitting juicy middles. <laughs> it's my favorite. Have you looked at anything so far? Are you just letting things settle in? No, I, I dumped every open teaser I have on KC and got them – um, at teased up to plus eight. Um, as far as on the game straight, I have played the under straight. I have played a parlay with um, Kansas City on the money line and the under together, just to juice that up a little bit more. Um, and then once they come out, I'm going to be all I mean heavy on Kansas City. So I mean, like like you said earlier, I don't trust I don't trust Shanahan with game plans and be able to do the right thing. I do trust Andy Reid. I don't trust Purdy because he's got he's I mean obviously he's young and he's never been in this spot. Obviously, you know, got Mahomes on the other side. And then uh what was the third thing you brought about San Fran that we don't trust? Their defense. Uh, yeah, the defense. I don't trust the defense cuz it is leaky and we've been talking about that for a little bit and I've 100% trust Spagnuolo and that Kansas City defense. So like everything points to KC for me in this game. So I'm going to be loaded up pretty heavy. I'll wait for some, you know, some props to to come out over the next week, and then and then we'll uh, we'll get into those as the, as they come. Not only that, uh, one thing I've been thinking about too is Mahomes versus this Kansas City defense. He's had several different coordinators, you know, over the different iterations of the years that Shanahan's been there, but they've never. It's been the same style the whole time. And the first Super Bowl they played against Mahomes, Mahomes still wasn't great. Uh, there's been a transformation of Mahomes. He wasn't great against zone coverage. Earlier in his career, which that was his first Super Bowl, he wasn't really good at reading defenses yet. He'll fully admit to that. Mm-hmm. Now, he zone is like, you're dead if you play zone against Mahomes. Well, again, as I said all year, that's all San Francisco does. Literally all they do. Mm-hmm. It took him a while to figure it out in that Super Bowl. But if you remember, was it two years ago when San Fran was really good again? And I think San Fran was like three and a half point home favorites. And Kansas City showed up in San Fran and just kicked the ever-loving shit out of them. Uh, that was a Super Bowl rematch. It was like mid-season, I think, something like that. I, I'll look it up and have all the numbers and details uh, refresh everybody on the podcast, but I just remember that distinctly in my mind going, oh, he he fucking, he's figured this uh, San Francisco defense out. because And that was, again, they've been dominant for a long time, and they were really good that year too. But, yeah, he went into San Fran and put up like 35 on them, I think. It was fucking brutal, so... He ain't scared of that zone defense. He's not. San Francisco hasn't shown me they can get consistent pressure. You know, I mean, they do, but that you know, they got it when it really mattered, I guess, on golf. But golf is so fucking bad throwing the ball on the run, man. God damn, have you ever seen a quarterback <laughs> worse in your life wearing an NFL uniform 
moving and throwing a football. I don't think I ever have. I really don't. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not what he does. Uh, but that's what Mahomes excels at. Oh so. God, yeah. Yeah. All righty, yeah. I'll, I'll be. Sounds interested. like we're on the. Sounds like we're gonna be on the same side next. And uh, uh yeah, in a week I don't. Or so. There's no. I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't back. Even if I love Purdy, which I don't, I like him. I don't love him. But even if I did, not backing a first-time starting quarterback versus the best quarterback in the world. When when now if San Fran's defense was playing right now the way they did the first six to eight weeks of this season, yeah, we'd have a different conversation. Because I got plenty of data that would support San Fran, no fucking doubt about it. But the way they've been playing lately and Kansas City's new commitment to running the ball, that was one of the very few prop bets that I actually hit was the Pacheco over 14 and a half carries. He had that, I believe, by this uh, three minutes into the second quarter. I think he already had that. It was fucking crazy. Like, all they were doing was run. They looked like Baltimore. All they were doing, run, 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 run. That's all. They were. And yeah. since this winning streak started with Kansas City and them really getting to playoff mode, they have been feeding that dude like a monster. And I, they're going to continue to do that. He, Andy Reid's not going to deviate from that at this point. Nope. All right, Longhorn, I guess that's about all I got. So tell them about uh, that fabulous website or whatever you want to. Yeah, well, forget the website because we're going to be moving on from that pretty soon. But uh, we will have free picks up there going into – I'm sure you'll have a um, just a smorgasbord of free picks for the Super Bowl <laughs> with pro- props and all that. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll remind you of that when we get to that week. But I am looking forward to the offseason when we can start uh, interacting with all you guys uh, better and faster and more convenient for everybody. Uh, but stay tuned for – you know, subscribe to the Revolution Network – because Mosivas, I got in today our fancy new little man on the street microphone um, that we're going to test out and take to Detroit for the draft. So we're going to be out there. Are we drunk. interviewing Dan Campbell? Oh my God! I hope he's there because I will interview him and I'll <laughs> and I'll say, hey, hey, uh, giant um, Texas man, that guy over there, that that not me, but that guy over there, he said you're stupid for what for all your, the calls you didn't play on. So. so <laughs> So, I mean, I'm not pointing fingers besides this finger that I'm pointing at him right now. But it was, it was him over there. But, no, I look forward to getting drunk and talking to all the fans. We did it last year in um, – in where were we at? Kansas City. Yeah. And uh, those are still up on, on the uh, – the where, where are those at? Are those on our YouTube page or are they somewhere else? Yeah, I believe they're all on YouTube. They okay, yes. Yeah, so, so, so I look forward to having a better technology to do that this year. It's going to be fun, um, and we will get those out to you. So subscribe to the Revolution Network for that. And um, since it is the off season, look forward to the uh, politics part of the um, part of the show. So both of us and I will be spitting back some back and forth, some you know politics, state of the state of the union, what's going on in his life, what's going on in my life, and how we can make fun of each other and kick each other in the balls with that. But. Um, <laughs> Apparently we're on the brink. We got some things to catch up on both Stevens after football season because apparently we're on the brink of civil war and um, and um, yeah, just a lot of good things are going on. But we got an election in November, so we need to get the news out to the people and make sure they make a good decision so we can so we can actually have a football season next year. But other than that, it's, we're coming down to the end. It's been a fun ride. We've enjoyed having you. It's been a good year. It's not been as great as we want it to be, but it's been good, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, so subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the Rebels Network, like I said. But if you do any of these things, we become partners for life and both of us, as always, in a mostly non-sexual way. People!
stop throwing away your hard money on a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on. Ah, damn it, people. Never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take a sip, baby.